0: Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 352. Episode 351 on Forget Paris is available on the website if you'd like to check out the write-up. So we are concluding our summer movie series. I can't believe that uh, the summer has gone by so quickly. I hope you've enjoyed it. And today I thought this would be an appropriate movie to end with. It is two thousand fours sideways. It's got a an incredible cast. You've got Paul Giamatti as Miles, you've got Thomas Hayden Church as Jack, Virginia Madsen as Maya, Sandra O oh as Stephanie, Jessica Hecht as Victoria, and uh, Mary Louise Burke as who plays uh Miles' mother. And so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about this movie. It's directed by Alexander Payne, written by Jim Taylor, and co-written by Payne, based on a novel by Rex Pickett. It actually had quite a few Academy Award nominations, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the trivia. But let me share a little bit of my history with this movie. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, I remember it came out. It got some buzz. It didn't seem like the kind of movie that I would be particularly interested in and then later when it came out on video uh, I was in a relationship at that time and my my girlfriend uh, and I we went to the uh, to Blockbuster back when it still existed and uh, we decided to rent it now we had just come off of seeing Napoleon Dynamite and I thought that was the funniest movie I'd seen in a long time and so I think I had that on the brain that kind of humor And so when I saw Sideways, which is a much slower kind of film, a much more drier kind of humor, it didn't resonate with me. In fact, uh, I thought the characters were insufferable, I thought it was pretentious, and then I actually fell asleep during it and woke up, uh, I think, towards the end. Actually, I woke up at a pretty ridiculous scene, which uh, I'll talk a little bit about later. And so I, I didn't have much of a first impression of that movie. Uh, Flash forward uh, several months, maybe six months, maybe eight months, might have been a year. Um, I'm now single, so that relationship uh, ended, and uh, I see Sideways is on cable. I catch it then, and I liked it a lot more the second time. First of all, because I actually watched it from beginning to end, so I wasn't missing a huge chunk, but some of the themes resonated with me. And, uh, And then over time, I watched it more and more as it would rerun on cable, and I fell in love with the movie. It it has now become, uh, over time, one of my favorite comedies, and uh, I own it on DVD. And what's interesting is that I revisit this movie pretty regularly. In fact, I will wait for a specific time uh, when, when things are calm and when I don't have a lot of things going on. It's a great movie to revisit and reflect on, I don't do so as much with Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, which I thought was really funny at the time, hasn't aged as well for me, And so, whereas Sideways has continued to gain—I've continued to gain more appreciation for it. So uh, take that as you will. So let's talk a little bit about what this movie is about. Miles is a uh, frustrated writer. He's written uh, his great American novel. He has submitted it to his agent— And he's waiting to see if he can get it published. Uh, It's this huge novel that he keeps in the back of his car in a series of shoeboxes. So it's huge. And meanwhile, he's working as an English teacher and not particularly happy about it. His former roommate—it's interesting. is not described as his best friend or his closest friend. It is His former college roommate is Jack, played by Thomas Hayden Church. Now, he is a completely opposite personality, whereas Miles is very kind of sullen. He's kind of sour. Jack has got this false bravado about him. He's a former TV actor, so he did commercials. And as he likes to say, I was a series regular on a couple of shows— and um, he's kind of washed up at this point, past his prime, and uh, he's also a player, he's a playboy, and now he's in a relationship with uh, someone who's from a very well-to-do family, a close-knit family, and he is not used to commitment, and uh, he's about to get married, and he's feeling suffocated, so Miles decides to take Jack on, I guess, what would be considered their ba- his bachelor party. It's, it's a weekend getaway, and it's telling that there's no other people involved in this. It's just Miles and Jack. So it's established that these guys really don't have any other friends outside of each other. And in fact, they're not even all that close. So what Miles decides to do is take Jack on a road trip. He wants to take him to wine country. This is set in California and uh, do basically a tasting. So Miles is a wine connoisseur, and he likes to go to tastings. He hates Merlot, and that is something that's emphasized throughout this movie. He's a huge fan of Pinot. And so they're on this road trip, and uh, uh, Miles suggests, you know, we're going to drink a lot of wine, we're going to play golf, we're going to eat good food. Jack, however, sees this trip as a last chance to just cut loose, run wild, and he wants to he wants to hook up uh with as many women as he can before he gets married, so they have very different views about what this weekend will be. so they head down to uh wine country beautiful, beautiful cinematography, beautiful scenery, and uh they meet up with two women uh they go to a restaurant that miles is actually a, a familiar patron of. And uh working at that restaurant is uh a, a waitress named Maya. Now she's a grad student st- studying, I think, uh botany if uh, if I'm not mistaken, and she recognizes Miles, they're sort of acquaintances. And of course, Jack is acting just kind of lecherous and trying to flirt with her, but she's not really having any of it. She's definitely more drawn to Miles, although it's established that they're just acquaintances at this point. The other uh, person they meet is Stephanie, played by Sandra O. Oh. Uh, great performance uh, at one of the vineyards. And uh, Stephanie is one of the proprietors of this vineyard and winery. And she also serves as a tour guide. So she gives them a tasting. And Jack and Stephanie definitely have some flirtatious sparks. Uh, So Jack also comes up with a cover story as to why they're uh, in wine country. He doesn't mention that, obviously, that he's engaged or anything like that. So uh, this starts off. And, oh, I forgot to mention, along the way, along the way down to wine country, uh, Miles stops off at his mother's house. Um, who is played by Mary Louise Burke in a f- small but very memorable role and um and jack 's not sure why where why they're stopping off there and uh at first, miles is there under the pretence of surprising her for her birthday. He stops off and buys some flowers but it, what the real reason why he's there is actually both hilarious and really really sad and pathetic is that miles sneaks up to uh his mother's uh Bedroom uh, rummages through her drawers, opens up an Ajax can of all things, and uh, finds a roll of cash. So he's there basically to pilfer and, and to basically, I guess, fund the weekend trip. So both hilarious, both sad. And this is what this movie is there are moments of levity, there's moments of dry humor and wit, there's also moments where you you really don't like some of the things that both of these characters do, and yet at the same time, you can't help but feel sorry for both of them. So that's really one of the undercurrents of this movie, is there's a lot here about loneliness, about uh, just not having direction. And in both cases, both Miles and Jack are searching for something, and uh, not always in the most healthy or productive way. So that's one of the things that uh, may resonate with you if you watch this movie. And at the same time, this is not really a depressing film either, and that's one of the things I like about it. As I mentioned, the scenery is absolutely gorgeous. There's some driving montages where you see uh, wine country, and it looks like they use a specific lens filter because you really see the yellow and the orange of the sunshine, uh, of the sunrise, sunsets, really pop. And they use a framing device where it looks a lot like uh, something you might see from like a 1960s or 1970s television show. And the soundtrack, which I think is actually fantastic, it's a a score by Rolf Kent, is actually really good and it accents this movie very well. So just continuing on with the plot, Jack and Stephanie end up in this whirlwind weekend romance while Miles and Maya, it turns out Maya is also a big fan of wine. She's divorced. Miles and Maya uh, strike up this uh, friendship that's heading towards something more romantic, and there are two very memorable scenes that showcase uh, how talented Paul Giamatti is as an actor. In one scene, he and Jack are at a restaurant. They're waiting uh, for Maya and Stephanie. They're going on a double date. And during the middle of it, Miles actually gets a little drunk, and he goes to a payphone, and he calls his ex-wife, Victoria. And it's a very painful, awkward scene. And the portrayal that Paul Giamatti gives of someone who's just... Not recovered from this traumatic event, and all of his um, insecurities come through in that scene it's really really uh, uh, a painful moment to witness The other scene happens a little bit later when they all go back to stephanie 's place. Jack and Stephanie are off in uh, one room and then miles and Maya are in a living room and they start talking about wine and it is one of the highlights of this movie. miles goes on a, an a a monologue about why he loves Pino so much. And then Maya tells her own story about why she loves wine. And it is actually one of the most powerful moments in this movie. It's very uh, subtle, it's nuanced and they both give incredible performances. And in fact, Virginia Madsen was rightfully so nominated for best supporting actress and Paul Giamatti was robbed, not getting a Best Actor nomination for this portrayal. And this scene in particular, it is really one of the best scenes in this entire movie. And it's obviously one of the ones I slept through during the first time I watched this movie. Uh, meanwhile, Jack ends up in this complicated mess where he's he's thinking about leaving his fiance and starting a, a, a new life with Stephanie. And then uh, a lot of chaos and disaster ensues. And the, there's this really ridiculous scene uh, towards the last quarter in which Miles has to get Jack out of trouble, and it involves a stolen wallet. I'll leave it at that. And and the 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 setup and the payoff for the scene is so on un, unexpected. If you've never seen this movie, it's so ridiculous, so over the top, and yet so funny. And then there are also a lot of quiet moments, and I think this movie is just a lot of quiet moments, a lot of thoughtful moments punctuated by some moments of just sheer hilarity and ridiculousness. And this movie really does have it all. So I'm going to uh, wrap it up here and talk about the good and the bad. I'd say the good, great performances. You've got humor ranging from wit and dry humor to stupid and slapstick. As I mentioned, beautiful lens work and cinematography. A great homage to, I think, some uh, of the films and TV shows of yesteryear. And a wonderful score by Rolf Kent. In terms of the negatives, I don't know that I have too many that I can point out. I, I think, uh, if anything, uh, I'm going to trend more towards or lean more towards. I would love to see a sequel about this uh, to this movie. And there hasn't been one. So that's not really a negative. That's more of a wish list. In terms of trivia, this movie did hurt Merlot sales for a little while. Uh, I, that's, I thought was so fascinating because Miles makes it a point to point out how much he hates Merlot throughout the film. And uh, another piece of trivia, there's a scene towards the, the last quarter in which uh, Miles and Jack go to this winery, Frass Canyon, it's a commercial, very beautiful looking vineyard. And um, it was filmed at a real-life vineyard called Fest Parker. But the name in the movie they use is Frass Canyon. Miles hates this place. Jack is drawn to it. He thinks it's really cool. But Miles just thinks it's just way commercial and that the wine is not very good quality. And a bit of trivia, Frass actually is a uh, term that means insect excrement. So I thought it was just really funny. It's just a really subtle in-joke in there. The novel, uh, upon which this movie is based, is actually a trilogy. There are two other books, and as I said in my wish list, I hope they do one day adapt those to film. Another really interesting piece of trivia is that, in addition to Thomas Hayden Church, both Matt Dillon and George Clooney were considered for the role of Jack. And for Thomas Hayden Church, he was known a lot for his television work. He was a regular on the sitcom wings during the 1990s and I think this is the movie that revitalized his career in some ways because after sideways he got nominated for best supporting actor well-deserved and he he started getting a lot more film roles in terms of box office this had a budget of 16 million dollars and grossed over 109.7 so it did quite well a slew of Oscar nominations, including Best Picture, Adapted Screenplay, Director, Supporting Actress, and Actor. Uh, I will give this a solid five out of five stars. Where can you find Sideways? Check Hoopla to see if it's in your library. Currently streaming on Amazon Prime and Hulu, and I'll have affiliate links if you want to purchase or rent this film from Amazon. That wraps up the summer movie series. The write-up is available now on the website, and I will have a collection page on the miniseries page with all of the summer movies I've covered. I hope you've enjoyed this. Starting next week, we're going to go back to our regular episodes. So as we move into September, there's a lot to cover. We're also going to be moving back to our normal time slot and air date on Thursday. So I hope you've enjoyed the summer movie series. Hope you had a great summer. Have a great weekend, and I'll be back next week.